This is the Dream Crushing Debt Podcast. Discussing all things money and budgeting with your host, Dustin Olson. Everyone, welcome back. I'm so thrilled that you're here. Today's episode kind of plays off of yesterday's episode of, you know, looking back at the truck. If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it right now. I think today's episode will make a little more sense. Because today I want to talk about being grateful for what we do have. Why do I want to talk about this? If we don't recognize these things in our lives, paying off debt and making the sacrifices to do that, to achieve our financial goals will be infinitely more difficult if we have the wrong perspective about what it is we're doing in life and all of that. So let's dive in. Being grateful for what I, for what I do have uh, for myself, and, and you're going to have a different list. You might be able to relate to some of this, but these are the things when I would look back and find extreme gratitude that I had that one little thing in my life because it makes all the difference, okay? When I think about getting out of debt and the budget that I had created for myself, it was so fine-tuned, so tight that there was no room for error. It was like I was walking on a tightrope, okay? Uh, it was so so defined that... I, I could not account for um, big things that would come and interrupt any of that, okay? Otherwise, it would tip me off the tightrope and I would, I would fall, okay? Things like uh, my car, okay? When we all have a car, so I hope most of you can relate to this. But uh, when I started creating a budget, think, you know, thinking through this process, I had a 2012 Jetta, July. I loved this car. It was so much fun. It was a six-speed turbo. It was probably too much fun, if I'm being honest. I loved this car. And I was paying about $360 a month for it. But knowing, and, and this is kind of being inspired by Dave Ramsey, right, and how he sold his car because he needed to get out of debt, right? So having thought of this and thinking about my own financial situation, creating a budget, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to trade in my car for something less expensive to lower my car payment. For me, this is going to be the ultimate sign of humility and sacrifice because I love this car. And I traded in for a 2010 Mercury Milan. A lot of people confuse it for a Buick, but the price is right. Uh, it was fairly new, low miles. Um, it just seemed to check all the boxes uh, and and lowered my car payment by like $80 a month. Okay, so $80 isn't a lot, but it's significant. And so, so I, you know, I went through with the deal. And I... The reason I went with this car, is 2010 Mercury Milan, is while I could have gone with a much cheaper car, an older car, a car with a lot more miles, I could not reasonably handle 
any unexpected car repairs or expenses. I just couldn't. I didn't want to. It was too much stress for me. So going back earlier, when I said my budget was like on a tightrope, I meant it. And to have anything, anything at all go wrong with my car would have been devastating to not only my mental stability, right? Because I've gone through a lot at that point, right? But also my budget, uh, my savings account, anything. Some of these car repairs are in the thousands of dollars. And I just, no, I'm not not going to risk that. So for me, it was easier to kind of guarantee that I would not have any car trouble if I just got something that was newer than older and had fewer miles as opposed to higher miles. So, so that's something that I did. After having the car for, mm, I want to say a year, a year and a half probably, and I was out in the driveway, I was washing the car, and neighbor walked by, and he said, hey, you have winter tires on your car? And I was like, huh, winter tires? And I just had never, ever, ever taken the time to see what kind of tires were on the car. I bought the car in in December, and so it was winter. Like I just didn't think anything about it at all. And and I was like, no, what, huh? How do you know this? And so he he's like, well, I sold tires when I was in high school, blah blah blah, and. I was like, huh, interesting. And I mean, winter tires, if you're not familiar, right, they're made out of a much softer rubber to maximize traction on slippery roads. And in the summertime, when all of that pavement heats up, because of the softer rubber in your tires, it basically melts them, right? And so that's why they encourage you to just use all season tires or if you're going to use winter tires you have to take them in and have them switched out every season and so anyways when I realized I had winter tires on my car and then I've been driving and who knows how long they have been on there but and I've been driving them for all through all through summer another winter and we were coming into another summer when he pointed this out to me and I just was like huh well (laughs) I definitely know I don't have money to buy new tires right I'm I'm walking that tightrope I don't have money to buy new tires and so I was like as much as I should change them out I'm not going to (laughs) because I I can't and as much as it pains me to say this is like I will deal with it when I have to deal with it, if I have to deal with it. So I just kept riding them. And when I would take the car in for oil changes and different things to have it checked out, obviously they always check uh, the tire, the tread, all of that stuff. And every time they would come back and say, yeah, your tread looks great. And I'm like, are you sure? You're really sure because they're winter tires. (laughs) And I've been driving on them for years. And no, they're like, no, looks great. And it's in those moments that I just have to sit here and pause 
and be grateful for little things like that. You know, I there's no reason I should have been able to ride on those winter tires for years. Summer after summer, road trips, hundreds of miles, thousands of miles, okay, on the, on the same set of tires. And, and, and that's just one example, you know, <clears throat> having, having good health, being able to donate plasma also saved me a ton of money because I didn't have to pay not even a copay, but at the time I was getting out of debt I didn't, my, the business I was working for didn't give me any benefits. So if, if I want to go have my eyes checked, that came out of my pocket. If I want to go to the dentist, that came out of my pocket. Um, you name, like it didn't matter anything medical just was going to be expensive. And, and I didn't have room in my budget to do that if I wanted to get out of debt as quick as possible. And that's all I wanted to do was get out of debt. As quick as possible. Another thing that I am, I am grateful for. I probably don't acknowledge this near as much as I should, um, but when I lost my second job, I was I was devastated because you're reduced to nothing and you still have life to deal with, right? I still had every bill. My, my student loans were still in full swing, right? Like losing your job just means you don't have any money to pay for that stuff. But when I lost that job, I had been budgeting and living within a budget and making progress on my on my student loans and I'm so grateful for that. But I lost this job and rather than taking the first thing that landed in my lap like I did last time before that, I decided that I would take the unemployment benefit to buy me some extra time so that I could find another job or an opportunity that was a good fit for me. And if you've never taken the unemployment benefit, you'll know that, or you, if you've never taken it, then you should know that it's helpful but not great, right? I, I think you get somewhere around half of of what your original salary was at at the job you were let go from. And so while it is money, it's not all the money you were used to, right? You still have to cut back. And when I made this decision, right, so I'm going to do unemployment and I'll just make it work. And you go through the unemployment application process and give them all of this information. And at which point you'll be notified if you've been approved for for the program, for the benefit, and how much you qualify for, okay? For me, I qualified for just barely over $9,000 total, okay? But they pay it out every week. So easy math, right? I know what my weekly payout is if I meet every stipulation and qualification for that weekly payout. And so you times that by four and um, I was elated, humbled, but I was, I was more elated uh, and grateful that this number, this monthly uh, amount that I could claim from un- unemployment 
was within $100 of the budget I had been living within. Okay, think about that. I'm going to say it again. The unemployment benefit that I qualified for every month was within $100 of what I had already budgeted and had been living within. Wow. So once that sunk in for me, at least, I was elated because my lifestyle didn't have to take on a major alteration because I lost a ton of money. Yes, I had to really dial down how fast I was paying off my debt, but everything else would be covered within the unemployment benefit, which was a huge relief, absolutely huge relief. So do not take for granted the um, the journey that you'll go through of learning to budget and finding a system and a solution that works for you. Because when life happens like it did for me, I was so grateful to have had that budget, to know exactly what was required for me to live month to month. Without that, I would have been freaking out. Without that, I would have looked at that number from the unemployment office and said, you're joking. There's no way I can live off of that. Because it was meager. Like, it is it is literally enough to get you by if you really know what it takes to get you by. Otherwise, you'll just scoff at it and and take the next job that's not a good fit for you. So uh, those are just, those are two things. I, I don't want this podcast to go on too long, but those are things that aren't readily apparent, in my opinion, that would make someone be grateful for what they do have. But when you think about it, right, it's those things, those tiny little things that have made other things be very much possible. Okay, because I didn't have to put any extra money into my car, I could put that money towards my debt. Because I didn't have to buy new tires for my car, that money could go towards my debt. Okay, when I lost my job, because I'd been budgeting, I knew that I could survive off of that. I could survive off of that long enough Till I could find something that was a good fit for me. And that makes me incredibly grateful. Because I did. I went almost eight months on unemployment before I found something that was a good fit for me. So, if you're struggling with the value of giving up a lot to get out of debt, take just a moment and reevaluate all that you do have, all that is good in life, and keep going. Because I bet you'll find it. I bet you'll find that once you acknowledge all that is good in your life, appreciate it for what it is, more of that will keep coming. And if you can see it, recognize it, 
I would almost bet that you'll find a way to pay it forward. That instinctively you will help someone out and that you know that will make all the difference for them. And then the circle just keeps going. You'll be grateful for so much. Especially when it's not apparent, it's not expected, and not right in front of your face. So, thanks guys. I hope you've enjoyed this. I, More importantly, I, I hope that it has helped at least one person out there have a better outlook on their situation, getting out of debt, and how to just keep moving forward. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. If you want more, we've got more at dreamcrushingdebt.com.